Again, I want to welcome you here. We've got a special morning. The African Children's Choir is going to be performing. We've been looking forward to this for several weeks. Uh, this is going to be a great, great morning. One little reminder, the folks said it's okay if you want to take video, use your camera or whatever, just no flash photography if, if that would be okay. Uh, if you want to take a picture of me with your flash, that's okay. I'll stand up here if you want to. I'm just sitting. With that, I think I just want to open us with a word of prayer. Um, so let's just uh, get quiet and, and let's go before our God. Gracious Heavenly Father, we, uh, first off, we just want to thank you for your great love for us. Love that would allow you to send your son to, to be that perfect sacrifice for us, to redeem us, to, to adopt us, to make us your children. What an awesome thing that is. Father, we, uh, we are here as one people. Uh, in this room, there are people from all over this globe, but we are one people in you. And, and it's because of your, your son's shed blood that we have that bond. And what a great bond that is. And we thank you so much for that love. So, Father, uh, just prepare our hearts this morning. Uh, we are looking so forward to the message that these young people will be bringing to us, the, the message of love, of forgiveness, of redemption. So, Father, we ask that you would just uh, uh, give them the, the uh, skills that they need, help them with their voices, their singing. We, look, we just look forward to this. Father, we thank you for the, the talents that you've bestowed on them, that they are able to even do this. So, Father God, just bless this morning. We thank you for this great day. We thank you for being a great father to us, a father who is always there, who is always loving and always forgiving us, helping us and guiding us. What a great thing that is, and we thank you for that. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your great sacrifice for us, and it's in your name we give you this morning and ask all these things. Amen. Uh, right now, I am going to turn the microphone over to the program director, Karen. She's going to come up here and uh, just give us a little intro. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kira. Um, I'm the tour leader for this amazing group, the 47th African Children's Choir. It's a real pleasure and honor for us to be with you, worshiping our God this morning. Back at home in Africa, the children you are about to meet are surrounded by severe poverty and deadly sickness. But despite these challenging circumstances, they refuse to lose hope. And we believe these children represent the tremendous potential of Africa, and they represent the change that hope and faith can bring. And they have traveled halfway around the world to share this hope, faith, and joy with you this morning. But before we begin, I would love to introduce to you our wonderful choir conductor. And she actually traveled with the 21st African Children's Choir. Please join me in welcoming Lynette Nebitanzi to the stage. Good morning. We're so excited to be here. Um, the children you're about to meet are seven to 10 years old. And we encourage you to Cheer them on by clapping. If you know the songs, you can sing with us, and you can stand up and dance. Are you ready to meet them? Are you ready? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the 47th African Children's Choir.
next song says, Dance for the Lord, for he is love, and there is no one like him. Tambira Jehovah, Tambira Jehovah, Tambira Jehovah, Tambira, Tambira. My name is David. The children call me Uncle David. The African Children's Choir was founded 33 years ago in Uganda. In 1984, after the reign of Idi Amin, a civil war broke out and it left hundreds of thousands of orphans without a home or without hope. Our founder and president, Ray Barnett, who was by then a relief worker in Uganda was inspired by a small boy that he was giving a lift in his car. This boy had lost both of his parents and he didn't even know where his next meal will come from. In fact, he didn't even know where he was going to. But he managed to sing through the entire journey. He sang with great hope and dignity and this moved Red Barnett very deeply. Tambulanga sitia oromusai ogwaeka natukula da echigambo cho yesu mwemuli amanyi agogeza kuma bulijo And so, Ray thought 
Why not bring a group of children to the Western world so that everyone could be able to see the great promise and potential of Africa's children? The first choir came to North America in 1984. Since then, the work of the organization has spread to seven different African countries. These are Uganda, Kenya, Rwanda, South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, and South Sudan. The organization currently partners with more than 35 schools across Africa to educate children. In the last 30 years, the organization has supported more than 52,000 children through their education. The Bible says that God has a plan for us and he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. The fallen children each have a name and we know that God has a plan for them. So they are going to tell you their names and as you listen to their names, please believe that among these children, we are going to produce future leaders of Uganda. Believe that among these children, we are going to produce future teachers. Believe that among these children, we are going to produce future doctors of Uganda. So ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to meet these children? Are you ready to meet them? Hello, my name is Marjorie. When I grow up, I hope to be a teacher. Hello, my name is Edwin. When I grow up, I hope to be an engineer. Hello, my name is Shanita. When I grow up, I hope to be a teacher. Hello, my name is Jeremiah. When I grow up, I hope to be an engineer. Hello, my name is Ronnie. When I grow up, I hope to be a businessman. Hello, my name is Marcy. When I grow up, I hope to be a doctor. Hello, my name is Jasmine. When I grow up, I hope to be a doctor. Hello, my name is Arnold. When I grow up, I hope to be a doctor. Hello, my name is Joshua. When I grow up, I hope to be a pilot. Hello, my name is Susan. When I grow up, I hope to be a nurse. Hello, my name is Treasure. When I grow up, I hope to be a pilot. Hello, my name is Flavia. When I grow up, I hope to be a bank manager. Hello, my name is Trey. When I grow up, I hope to be a pilot. Hello, my name is Marvin. When I grow up, I hope to be a pilot. Hello, my name is Annette. When I grow up, I hope to be a teacher. Hello, my name is Michael. When I grow up, I hope to be a teacher. Hello, my name is Josh. When I grow up, I hope to be a preacher. Hello, my name is Peace. When I grow up, I hope to be a nurse. Hello, my name is Daniela. 
When I grow up, I hope to be a doctor. Of all the songs we sing, think about it. I hope you are having a great time. So, as I said before, my name is David Kalech, and I was in the 15th African Children's Choir, and I would like to tell you a little bit about myself. Yes, that's me up there. So I grew up in, an, I, I lived in an orphanage, and I think on my fourth day at the orphanage, the African Children's Choir staff came to do selections there. That was way back in 1997. And I was lucky enough because I was one of the children who made it to join the choir. And that was an eye-opener for me because I got an opportunity to be exposed to the outside world and to a lot of things that I'd never encountered before. 
So I got an opportunity to travel to, uh, to the United States of America, England, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. And these are countries that I never thought of ever going to. I never even heard of them before. But the most important thing is that the organization gave me an opportunity to go to school. This was like a second chance in life because by then, most children didn't used to go to school because it was quite expensive and most families could not really afford to pay for, for, for school fees. But the African Children's Square came into my life and they supported me through primary school, which is an equivalent of middle school and elementary school. They supported me through high school all the way up to university. And I, I did a diploma in education and I graduated in 2011. So I've been teaching for a while. I teach these young ones while they're on the road. And I thank God for that. That's my story. Thank you.
Uganda has the youngest population in the world. Half of it is under the age of 14. Only two out of every 100 Ugandan children will be able to finish university. My name is Elsa. I'm a social worker. And uh, I was fortunate to have sung in the very first African children's choir back in 1984. As a former chaperone, as an auntie, and as a social worker, I, I'm going to be visiting Peace this morning. Uh, she comes from a very basic, very humble home. Her parents have done the best they can, and uh, a lot of people in her situation have that kind of home. You know, just two rooms, very small. They all share one bedroom, no electricity, and no running water. My name is Peace. I'm 10 years old, and I'm in primary five. For most children in Uganda, School is it's become like impossible to send children to school because of the cost of education. Uh, someone like Peace, for example, looking at the home where she came from, someone in her situation would not be able, probably not be able to go very far in school because of the fees, the cost of living. Finances are just not available. The schools demand uh, textbooks, and these are very expensive. So that has also left the children out. It is still very hard to get into a good school where you will be able to have those basic skill that you need. The good ones are very few and they're extremely expensive. So majority are left out. Education really is the, the only way Uganda can be a developed country. There's a saying that no country would be better than its education system. Any country to develop, it, it starts with the education system. The biggest challenge is poverty. Many of them are failing to raise the tuition to sustain the student at school. See, in Uganda, when uh, because poverty is all over the place, when you're in that situation, it's it's the normal. You know, it's normal. Like I remember, it was normal for me. That's what all I knew. At home, life was very difficult. And up until the age of eight, I had never been in a classroom. Education was a, a kind of a foreign concept to me. But going on tour, I started going to school. Having schools, we had school on tour. You study and realize, oh, this is what education is about, and it's fun and you're learning lots of things. And to add on the fact that we were traveling everywhere, seeing all kinds of things, that just was transformation for me. 
when I got back home, the choir just got me through school. People I had met on tour were giving towards my education. Knowing that someone is sacrificing so I can go to school just gave me more energy to study and stay in school. It opened up your eyes to a whole new world that you never even imagined existed. A choir made you dream. You think of, you start dreaming, oh, this is possible. Like, everything is possible. African Children's Choir Primary School, where peace goes, is a great school. It is a school that offers quality education and holistic education. It is a school that is offering a lot of hope to these children. At the African Children's Choir, I like it because I get to do different activities with my choirmates and other children from other choirs. I like art and I also like music, English and math. I like the library because I get to read some books. Development of life skills and values. That part is being handled properly at African Children's Choir. This is what is lacking, especially in the government schools. And we are grateful to African Children's Choir because the children are getting out there. They are trained properly and they are all around. I like it because there is enough space we can play games, football, netball and volleyball. When I grow up after being educated, I would like to be a social worker because I want to help the children as I was also helped. I know that I'll be able to get a bright future and good education so that I may be able to get a job to support myself and help my family and help others. If change is gonna come for the country as a whole, it has to change in the child's life. They're the future, they're gonna grow up and live in this country. Just have to wonder if I hadn't come and if somebody hadn't given, where would we be? You're not just helping this child that is either singing tonight to you or the child in Uganda that you don't know. These children come home and change families and change communities and eventually they're changing the nation. Your support that you're giving to the choir, you're affecting change in the whole country, just starting little by little. It is our living testimony. Join us as we help Africa's most vulnerable children so they can help Africa tomorrow. Now we're gonna come to the time in the program where we are um, gonna take an offering. And as you can see, uh, there are a lot of benefits that, that our offering can uh, have on these children's lives. Um, there are several ways that you can give. You can uh, write a check, obviously. If you want to use cash, that works too. Uh, if you'd rather use your credit card or debit card, we do have out in the foyer, there is a donation table with a couple of little kiosks there that you can uh, uh, use your credit card or your debit card for that. Um, and we also have these, these were passed out. You can include these if you want to put those in the envelope with your check or your money or um, fill that out and you get some more information. So uh, right now, I'm just going to ask a, a God's blessing on this time as we take this offering that he would just uh, allow us to be generous, allow us to be gracious and charitable with our funds uh, to, to help these kids and all that they are doing. So let's just do that right now. Heavenly Father, we, we, again, we thank you for being that great father to us, that loving father. Uh, some of these kids don't, don't have that. Uh, 
don't know what it is to have a father that loves them unconditionally. But we have one in you, and what an awesome thing that is. So gracious Father, we would, right now, we would ask that uh, you would help us to be uh, uh, charitable with our funds, that we, we, we would want to give from, from the bottom of our hearts to, to help support this work, this important work that touches so many young lives and makes such a big difference in their lives. So as we do that, Father, we would just ask that you would um, allow us to, to give, to be charitable with our giving, and to give from the bottom of our hearts because you have given us so much, so much. And for that, we are so grateful, so thankful to be able to call you our Father and to know that we are your children. What an awesome thing that is. So, Father, again, thank you for this, off this offering that we will be taking. Thank you for these kids, all the helpers, the directors. We just thank you for all of the work that they are doing and spreading this great news. So we ask this in your son's holy and blessed name. Amen. very kindly and generously um, donating to the African Children's Choir and the work they are doing with the 52,000 people that Uncle David spoke about that we have provided education for. There is another way um, that you can be involved in these children's lives and that is through sponsoring these children. So the money you have just donated goes towards the running of the schools, um, goes towards other people not in the choir um, that these children know they are singing for their friends back at home. However, if you would like to sponsor one of these children in Choir 47, um, their education is now going to be paid for all the way to the end of their first degree, end of university or college. I have a sponsorship table at the back. Um, we can, you can begin to build a relationship with your child today. You will get to meet the child that you sponsor and also receive a free CD. So please come after the service and ask me any questions about sponsorship. Thank you.
Isn't it wonderful that all of these nice people came to our concert? Oh, yes. We understand that some of you would like to take us into your homes and adopt us. Is that so? Oh, yes. I am very sorry to inform you that we are not up for adoption. We would like to go back home and make it better there. But there are four different ways that you can take us into your homes. May I please tell the people the four different ways? go home without us. Oh, maybe you would like to come with us. Our friends in future choirs are going to need loving aunties and uncles just like ours to tour with them. Bus drivers, tour leaders, teachers and more. Please ask for more information about, about being a chaperone in the lobby after our concert. Could we forget? We would like to thank our host families for agreeing to take us into their homes even before meeting us. Would the host families please stand up? African languages.
Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Looks like the future of Africa is bright. Thank you for coming. <laughs> and thank you all for coming. That was, that was great. Looks like the, like I said, the future of Africa is bright. There's hope. Um, we're going to spend the next 10 minutes or so. We're going to have a couple songs and, and have communion. You know, you see the joy and the hope and the brightness on the stage there. And every one of us that knows Jesus as Savior has a joy and a hope and should be bubbling over with that same kind of joy too. And it's not just a hope of the future, but we look back and we like to look back at the foundation of our joy, which is the cross of Jesus Christ. 2,000 years ago, God the Son come into the world as a man to bear on the cross our sins in his own body there. And so we like to look back frequently and we like to remember the Lord Jesus in the way that he asked us to on the night that he was betrayed and turned into those that wanted to kill him into a, an unjust trial he sat around with his disciples and he said do this in remembrance of me and he took the bread and he broke it and he passed it to them and he gave thanks for it and he said this is my body which is given for you and he took the cup, and he blessed it, and he gave it to them, and he said, Take this and drink. This is my blood, which is shed for you. So this is not just a ceremony that we're going to do now. We're going to pass the, the bread and the juice around, and we invite any believer in the Lord Jesus to participate in that. It's not just a ceremony. It's a remembrance. So as, as the, the emblems come by, remember this morning the source of our joy and the source of our hope, and give him thanks in your heart. So um, after that, too, we'll have the, the regular offering for Creekside. We'll come around, too, and um, then we'll close. And Alan and Dakota have a couple songs they're going to sing. I'm going to give thanks right now for the cup and the juice. Lord Jesus, thank you for the joy that has filled our hearts this morning and in a reflection of the joy that we've seen on the stage. And thank you for the life that you've given us. Thank you for giving your life. Thank you for this bread and for this juice that reminds us of your body and your blood given for us so that we could have peace with God, so that we could have a bright future, so that we can look forward to that day when we will be with you, Lord Jesus, and like you forevermore. We just ask, too, for your blessing on the offering and the funds as they go out to sow the seed of your gospel in this world. And we just thank you again for this time together and ask your blessing on it. In Jesus' name, amen. Just take a moment to tell God how thankful you are. Thankful for what Jesus has done for you. Just bow your heads and pray.